Yeah, we're here. Yes, we are. Hey, man, I'm really excited to be here. Thank you guys for listening. This is our first show. We've been planning this for, God, what, two two years almost, I think? God, it's got to be like two years. When did we start working together? I think it was... 2016 we, or yeah, something? Yeah, 2016, yeah, it's yeah. Like March or April, I think. Yeah, it was like March or April we started doing it. But guys, you know what? I, I really appreciate you guys listening. We're, we're filmmakers here in Atlanta. But first of all, my name is Chauncey Jackson, local filmmaker and editor in Atlanta. I'm Eric Kays, local filmmaker in Atlanta as well. Hey, I'm glad you're here, Eric. Thank you so much. I'm excited, man. I am too. Like, I haven't done a podcast in a long time, man. I've never actually done a podcast like oh, this really? before. Yeah. This I mean, is the, this, the first time I've done something like this. This is not my first rodeo, man. <laughs> I've done this like years ago. <laughs> but you know what? Hey, you guys, I want you guys to follow us on uh, Instagram. We're at the Film Syndicate. You can follow us there. Right now, we're still building. We're still growing. But really, before we get into any stories about us, let's uh, talk about what's your, what's your favorite movie quote? Do My you, favorite you movie one? quote? Yeah. Uh, you know, there are so many different good movie quotes out there. Um, I've been thinking about this all day, mm-hmm. and I still couldn't come up with a good one to, to use. So I've, I've stuck with two at this point. Okay, that's and they're fine. not even like super great quotes, but mm-hmm. I really love them. One is from American Psycho. Okay, I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just the quote. I need to return some videotapes. It's such it's such a dated line, but it's also a really great excuse to leave any awkward situation. Wow. Um, And then one of my other favorite quotes, actually, and I use this constantly in talking to other people about some weird stuff. Uh, it comes from Jurassic Park. It's one of Jeff Goldblum's lines where they're talking about the the scientists and mm-hmm. creating the dinosaurs and everything. And he's like, you, you were so preoccupied with if you could that you, you, you never stopped to ask if you should. <laughs> it's a great like philosophical moment just questioning man's uh, role on mm-hmm. Earth. You know, is it a good idea to play God or is it better to just let nature run its course i mean even you talk about jurassic park where they have the movie out what's the new movie out right now jurassic park um, jurassic world fallen kingdom Kingdom. wow i still haven't seen it yet i haven't seen that either my sister says that it's the greatest sequel since like jurassic park really yeah i probably gotta check that out i know i saw um black panther this year though but so good (laughs) i know it really was but my favorite movie quote is i'm gonna play it hope you guys can hear it if uh, YouTube with these ads, these ads from YouTube, I, I like. Come on, YouTube. But here, here's the, my favorite movie quote. Do you know what that's from? No idea. <laughs> that's actually from Friday. Have you seen Friday? No. You haven't never seen, seen that. Wow. You have to watch it, man. <laughs> there's there's so much that I, I have missed out on that I'm constantly trying to catch up with. You are just like my girlfriend, man. Oh, God. She hasn't seen any movie from like the 90s or... Well, I never said that. I never said that I'd never seen any movie from the <laughs> 90s. I'm just catching up on a lot of material that I was not able to watch as a kid and teenager. 
But you, you know what? It, it, it's just funny because that film is like we're, we're getting to the next topic because that's probably one of my favorite films to watch. Like I could sit there and watch that movie. I know every line of that movie. Mm-hmm. And it's just like I remember watching as a kid. I was like, and remember, I come from a different country, so coming here to America and seeing that movie, I was like, what are they talking about? Like, Kool-Aid? What's Kool-Aid? I didn't know what Kool-Aid was. What is that? You know, but now I love Kool-Aid with a lot of sugar, because you need sugar. You just have... You, you really do. You know, you need a lot of sugar. No, like I, sweet tea. I, I, I used to, to drink Kool-Aid with, like, Splenda and Stevia in it. Worst <laughs> thing ever. Not my fault. It was the parents' fault. Okay, like, I believe not, not me doing it. Yeah, yeah, but... Since I said one of my favorite films is Friday, I have a few that I like to run off. The next one is Shawshank Redemption. Love that movie. Classic film. The Color Purple, which is very significant because I actually have a blood relative that was in that movie. I'm not going to mention her name, though. Oh, God. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to go there. We'll talk uh, about this later. Yeah, we'll talk about this later. Yeah. I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you off air. I'll tell you off air. The next one, I saw this in college, Imitation of Life. Mm-hmm. Something that you know, related, not related to, but it was such a powerful film relating to um, relationship with the mother and daughter mm-hmm. and also um, just identity crisis from the daughter's point of view. Okay. But it's a very good film. I think it came out in 1930s, 1940s, I believe, but very good film. I suggest that. I think everyone's seen this movie, Training Day. I mean, Denzel, Denzel Washington was just a beast in that movie. Have you seen it? No, I don't think I have. Man. What movies have you? Um, these are popular <laughs> what, movies. What movies? What movies have I actually seen? I mean, like, I'll get to I'll get I'll get to yours in a minute. But it's like, man, like I watched Bible Man. Okay, like that's that's <laughs> what I man. was watching like the, way back in the day. So that should give you like an idea gotta, of what I was man. what I was into. <laughs> Bible Man. <laughs> but my my next one is this is actually a how many have you got on there? I have I have a few. This is these are films that. You know, I, I I just love watching. So the next one is actually a film that came out in '97, and this was a really really independent film that came out, um, of course, in '97, and it was called Dancehall Queen. It's a very popular Jamaican movie, so I love it. I think any West Indian person know exactly what I'm talking about. Next one is Liar Liar, Mo Money, Coming to America, of course. Coming to America film. is an absolute classic. Yeah, Mrs. Doubtfire. That's hilarious. Have you seen Mrs. Doubtfire, Robert Williams? You know, I've only seen like parts of it. And I don't know what it is about Robin Williams in the 90s, but I'm not like that huge of a fan of it. I mean, he was genie in Aladdin. That's true. And yeah. that is one of the most classic roles that he's ever played. Yeah, I think so. From from my point of view, because I wasn't really a big Robin Williams fan, but I did love his his movies that I've seen. Like, of course, you know, Aladdin and Mrs. Doubtfire. Um, Jack was another one that I actually liked. But you probably wouldn't know that because, you know, you don't watch movies. <laughs> I, know, I don't watch movies. <laughs> Uh, so I did not come nearly as prepared as you did to list off the 20 greatest films this is our that first I've, show, ever, so I've is, ever watched. It's fine, man. It's uh, a so, first show. So the first one that I'm going to list off is Bible Man. Um, <laughs> no, not really. First of all, that's a show and not a movie. Uh, I got to see this Bible Man. I really do. Oh, no. God, no. No. Please, no. Uh, you know, okay, so the, the first movie that I think I would actually list as really significant in my life that just really, like, solidified in my mind, what I really wanted to do, mm-hmm. uh, hilariously enough, is Deep Impact from Ooh, 1997. That's a good one. And it's the weird thing about it is that it's significant because I only ever watched it on an airplane. Really? Yeah, I only watched it on an airplane. I wasn't even listening to it with headphones or anything. Mm-hmm. 
but that's what I based my first uh, short film on when I was a kid. Hmm. When I was like 11 years old, I had the Lego studio set mm-hmm. from Lego, mm-hmm. and I shot a three-minute short film with uh, Legos based on Deep Impact. Wow. Yeah. It's really, really funny, like, thinking about it now, because, like, I have no idea. I had no idea at the time what the movie was really about, but, oh, my God, was it the coolest thing ever. It was, yeah. Uh, then after that, I would say Apollo 13. Okay. It's a Ron Howard film, mm-hmm. uh, late 90s, I think. Mm, um, yeah, 98, I believe. Yeah, I think so. It's just a gorgeous, gorgeous retelling of one of the most incredible stories about NASA. Mm-hmm. And that movie just blows my mind every time that I watch it, personally. Uh, beyond that, you know, I, I could, I could list a bunch of like just mm-hmm. different sci-fis and things. Blade Runner is uh-huh. probably the, one of the few films that I have to watch at least once a year. Mm-hmm. Um, did you that, watch a new one? Did you watch the new one? The You know, I never did. Mm-hmm. Turns out that I don't have money to go watch movies right now. <laughs> <laughs> I heard cinematically looks beautiful. Oh yeah. No. Oh um, who, who was, who was the cinematographer? Roger Deakins? I don't know. I don't really know, but I got to find out too, because I want to say beautiful. it's Roger Deakins, but mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's the same cinematographer mm-hmm. and no, he's just a brilliant visionary when it comes to cinematography, which whoever it actually is. I know it's, it's a significant name in mm-hmm. film. Um, let's see. 300 is something okay, that good. I enjoy watching. Saw it in theaters. Sin City. It okay. is a really, really good film, more mm-hmm. because of the stylistic elements. I mean, it just kind of changes the game in mm-hmm. a lot of different ways to me. Um, Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's, just, there's, <laughs> there's so many different different great movies, and you know, it could go on and on about the different impacts that mm-hmm. different movies have had, but, mm-hmm. you know. I think I think I'm done uh, right here. I mean, those movies I've I've seen all of them too. So those are really cinematically shot, well put together movies, which I've enjoyed too. You know, I need it's, to come over to your place and like watch more of these movies that I haven't seen. <laughs> I mean, I I don't really have them, you know, on DVD, but I've seen them and yeah. I enjoy them. Now everything is streaming on Netflix or just watch them on iTunes. So um, it, it, it's just it's just amazing to me just how. You, you watch a movie from, you know, a point of view as a filmmaker and you just sit back and just appreciate even more. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and, and you talk about earlier how when you got started or not started in film, but you were passionate about movies at 11 years old with Lego Studios. Yeah. And, you know, for me starting out, I really, to be honest, I didn't want to be a filmmaker. Like, to be completely honest, like, you know, people say, like, you know, music found me or acting found me. Or mm-hmm. that, like film found me. I didn't want it. You know what I mean? Like. I remember I was, I think it was 99, um, October 99. My mom actually caught me sleeping in church. And she's like, oh, so you're going to sleep in church, right? I said, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't want to be rude to the pastor, you know, but I would call, she caught me sleeping in church. So she's like, oh, so what you going to do? You're going to come and serve. I was like, I don't, I, what? I don't want to serve. as I saw you going to be on Vita Productions. Like, why? I was like 13. I was like, can I be like a teenager? Like, no, this is what you're going to do because you want to sleep in church. I was like, oh, God. So from, 99 to 2004, every other Sunday, I was volunteering my local church, running tapes, you know, running camera, you know, gripping. I was a grip. Came through gripping. Yeah? <laughs> they have grips in church? Yeah. Huh. The church that I went to is actually World Changes um, Church in that. It was in College Park. So I had to wear a blue blazer and grip. I had to make sure that the cameraman didn't trip over. Because this is recorded live. Yeah. So I was really responsible because if anything happens... Grip is, is in, this is why people don't understand, gripping is very important for film. Mm-hmm. People take, don't 
people think that, oh, it isn't important. No, gripping is very important because the camera guy can't hold the cord by himself, so he has to make sure he has the grip to assist him. So for years, I was gripping. I was making sure that he got the right, make sure I assist him when it comes to setup. Yeah. So those are things I did. Did I want to do it? No, not really. No, I didn't. But I had to learn. So because of that, for those years, I actually got a job offer at CNN at 19 after high school because I had this all the experience that I didn't want to do, but it ended up leading me to probably the biggest jobs I've had at a young age. Wow. So that's really how I got started in filming. And I met, you know, I have to say this too, because after um, learning all that, I actually met one person who I will say on air who I really thank so much for opening me more about filmmaking. Her name is Natalie Roseborough. You know, she's really taught me a lot of about videography, mm-hmm. producing, just, you know, lighting. So she knew a lot. So she was training me in different aspects on how to be a filmmaker that I am today. So I have to thank her for that. You know, we've been through ups and downs and everything, but she really was the main one who taught me and transitioned to me from being like a novice into a professional. So wow. that's really how I really got started, man. That's awesome. Yeah, man. You know, it's it's funny to me that you say that you didn't really want to be I didn't, a part I, of video I, production. I, didn't, or I really anything. didn't, dude. Like, who who grows up thinking, yeah, I wanna I wanna work behind the camera. I wanna be uh, be be a part of the crew mm-hmm. instead. Apparently, that was me. <laughs> like the the way that I remember, it, like between you know starting off with Lego Studios mm-hmm. and then just doing like random video projects throughout high school and stuff. You know, one of the things that sticks out in my mind and my memory is that I was. When, when I had the opportunity to work like a stage show mm-hmm. in high school and stuff, mm-hmm. I was always crew. I was never really trying to be in front of an audience before. Crew is fun, though. I love being a crew. Don't get twisted. Crew is very fun. I've done oh, it before. Yeah. Stage plays, but go ahead. I was working like lights and stuff mm-hmm. during during the show and everything. But it, that's, it's always been a consistent thing where I just preferred to be you know backstage, mm-hmm. be behind the scenes as opposed to being in front of the audience performing. Uh, and and that's the one thing that people is like crew is like I would rather be the one gripping running dolly because you get to see so much from it's like I'm not saying you're outside looking in but you're seeing from a different perspective when it comes to directing camera operating you know uh, the actor's point of view so there, there's there's a technical aspect that just is. fascinates mm-hmm. me and every time that I discover something new on mm-hmm. how to manipulate a camera and something you know with the lens or with a movement it's just amazing to mm-hmm. me there's an artistry in presenting people uh, in weird ways and I, I've always been in love with that aspect mm-hmm. of storytelling and filmmaking, especially as opposed to just trying to tell a story, standing in front of a bunch of people and saying words. And you know what, dude, we're we're totally nerding out right now. What? We're, we're totally nerding out right now. <laughs> oh yes, definitely. Like people's like, wow, what a bunch of nerds. Yeah, this, this, <laughs> this is what you're listening to. That's, that's basically who the filmmakers are. I mean, we're like, nerds. In all of history. Seriously. Yeah. Like Ron Howard is the ultimate nerd. Oh my god. I mean, god. come on. Legendary. I mean, have you like listened to Steven Spielberg talk, dude? I was like, man, like Scorsese, like look at him. He's a nerd. Like just like you got to appreciate the work. You got to appreciate the film nerds. Yeah. Okay. They're the ones who, when you watch the movies, like, wow, a nerd made that. Yes. <laughs> I appreciate that. He did. <laughs> but man, you know, we learned so much about film, but do you actually remember the, when you, you know, learning crew, you know, me learning through, of course, Natalie, mm-hmm. you know, being a videographer, do you actually remember your first gig? 
So the first paid job that I actually had was mm-hmm. as essentially it was as a PA, but mm-hmm. you know I was like kind of handling a little bit of grip, a little bit of electric. It was for a small like corporate studio, like mm-hmm. super small. It was in this guy's basement in uh, in Woodstock. That's corporate. Oh, just doing all this corporate stuff and everything. And I remember specifically the first job that I worked for him. Mm -hmm. It was at Chick-fil-A headquarters. Really? Oh, wow. No. So we were shooting like their training videos for Mm Chick-fil-A. And I remember that I was so tired because my sleep schedule was just completely off. We Mm -hmm. woke up so early in the morning to go into Atlanta and everything. Never had to be that be up that early before mm-hmm. fell asleep on on set wow yeah entire crew made fun of me for it it was <laughs> awful absolutely awful what year was this what year was this? i want to say i was 16 or 17 so that would be like 2008 2007 wow yeah you were so young god i was so young god I f- i'm so old like 2008 jeez what were you doing in 2008 2008 I was still working at CNN, of course, and I wasn't really in film yet. I was still working corporate, because when I was working at CNN, I worked for their salad department, so I did mm-hmm. a lot of typing and transmitting, but CNN actually had a, and I'll get to my first gig in a minute, because we'll transition to this, so they actually had a you know media source where you go and you learn how to edit for you know broadcast news. So I remember I was sitting there, and this is when I think it was it was around the election, I believe. So I was actually able to edit with the actual main editor, like clips for headline news at the time. So I thought mm-hmm. it was pretty cool because editing for film and broadcast news is totally two different things. So I learned that. But my first gig actually was, was with Natalie. She, you know, told me said, "Hey, I have a gig for you." I actually was signed to a record label through um, a church, my church called Era Records. Mm-hmm. So I was signed to them. But I was their videographer. I, you know, shot videos for artists that came through there. Um, and I remember she told me that they had a um, women's group that goes out and preach the gospel to women and, you know, and they were actually like prostitutes. And for me, I was like, I don't think I'd be comfortable doing that because, you know, not saying it's a bad thing, but it was like, for me, it's like they're in an element and oh, yeah, I don't yeah. want to have a camera in their face. But she told me, like, well, this is what we need for footage because yet again, this is not just for for promotional purposes, just for we need to show that these people are actually getting saved and getting delivered. We're helping them, getting food, jobs, you know, re- re- rehabilitated, you know what I mean? So I went there and it was so uncomfortable because I'm seeing these people in the element, they're mm-hmm. cracked out, they're drugged out, and it's like, God, this is really uncomfortable. But I had to keep the camera up because this is my job. Yeah. So I remember it was it was so scary because we had a security guy with us because we make sure that you know the women go there, they talk to the ladies and but they're safe. So I remember one time, who was in a van, and I was getting footage. You know I'm a young filmmaker. I'm not really aware. I'm just having fun. You know, and I remember Natalie. She looked up in the rafters and there were a bunch of Johns looking down at us. And she said, "John, you put your camera down." I said, "Why well, was going on?" She said, "Put your camera down, because the Johns, you're into your your." crossing their territory so it was so I didn't really aware of that but she was thankfully she was so aware it's like put your camera down so it was so nerve wracking but mm-hmm. also a great experience so that first gig was so like uh, like I was doing documentary style stuff man but it was it was fun but it was something I really remember so Natalie almost got me killed y'all <laughs> <laughs> thanks Natalie almost got me killed I couldn't be here right now 
Like my goodness, I should have got share. I should have like, is it? Am I insured for this? <laughs> but man, that was my first gig. I never forget it. I know Natalie's not from that. I was like, I didn't get you killed. Like, yeah, you almost did, Natalie. <laughs> you hit you hit rock bottom with that one, and now you can only go up from there. Yeah, I only can go, and I've been going up. I had some of my <laughs> my ups and downs, but after that, it's like, man, I almost got killed. Really? Oh, you thuggish, bro. I, I had to to go up a bit before I hit rock bottom, mm-hmm. and then rose back up. Uh, I have my own my own story. Oh, I gotta hear this. Almost being killed. It's gonna be for a different podcast episode. It's gonna have to be for <sighs> later because it's. Okay. It's very you, write it down. you have to write it down. Oh yeah, absolutely. You have to write it down. It's it. I've been telling this story for months. Good. I want to hear it. But you know, going back because in in this film industry, you have your ups and your downs. Just starting out, but that's really part of learning the film business. Yeah. You're gonna fail at something. Oh yes. Like regardless. And every once in a while, you might almost die. Yeah. Yeah. And make sure you get I, the I'm not even policy. kidding about that. Yeah. People's like, oh, you got a camera? It's like, yeah, this is mine. Like, oh, it's not yours anymore. <laughs> My first day. It's my first day, man. Come on. Like this is not mine. It's the church's camera, dog. I'm saying, but, but stealing from God. I know <laughs> you're stealing from Bible man. That's what you're doing. <laughs> you're stealing from Bible man. But learning this business, I've I've learned so much from just my failures, dude. I remember my one of my gigs where I was shooting a um, a nonprofit. You know, they were mm-hmm. donating clothes. To, to the homeless. This was back in 2012. My sister actually got me the gig. So I was a young, you know, cinematographer, learning, you know, camera operating. So I went there, taped it. You know, she loved it. Said, hey, I got mm-hmm. my work for you. Cool. And this is where you're building clients. So the next video I went, and this is what's important by me being an editor, because I was editing at a studio, not the studio at World Change, but another studio. And is all based off time. You have to schedule it. You have to go here. You have to go here. And I edited. I shot the video. I edited it, but it came out totally different of how I shot it. Like the compression was off, and it hmm. was glitches in it for some reason. I don't know. So, and she had to get it out at a certain time. So I wasn't able to actually edit the video in time for her to get it out. So that was a bit like I, I still have the email she sent me, saying that well, I'm unfortunately like. I need to get a refund because I missed out on money for this being out on the day that I'm supposed to be out. Yeah. So, dude, that I, dude, when you get hit in the gut with a client saying that to you, it's like someone like punched you in the gut, and there's nothing you could have done about it. Right. But it's like, so I had to refund her money, and then the footage I didn't have like a USB drive, and all I had was a 500 gigabyte, you know, um, hard drive. So I had to give her the hard drive with the footage on it. Oh. I was like, all I could say is shit. <laughs> I mean, I've been I've been in that exact same situation really recently just, myself. Just, just shit. It hurts. It does, doesn't it? It it's, really does, man. It, it, it's it's one thing to like fail yourself, mm-hmm. but then it's a completely other emotional issue to know that you failed yep. someone else uh, on on something that was very important to them. Mm-hmm. It, it, I mean, I, I, at that time, I said, you know what? I need to get my own computer because I can't, even though it was not your fault, but it kind of, it is. So I said, I I need to get a computer. Mm-hmm. And I remember one day my sister calls me and said, Hey, Renner Center has IMAX. I was like, you a lie. I was like, Renner Center don't sell no IMAX. She's like, yeah, go get an IMAX. So I went that day, like it's 2012 too. And they had the only one left. I was like, 
can I have this? She's like, yeah. So I had to, I, you know, so of course you had to go through, you had to go through the procedure to, 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 you know, of course pay out every single week. So I was paying for that iMac that you actually recently sold too. It was hard. Oh really? Yeah, I sold it. Oh man. But I have, I have a MacBook Pro now, so I'm able to edit on the go. Yeah. But I was paying fifty dollars a week for like two years. Yeah. Oh wow. It was worth it. I'm trying to do the math in my head now for like what almost, you it's over two thousand dollars almost. Yeah. Yeah. Almost two thousand over two thousand dollars. It was a struggle, wow. but I had to do what I need to do, man, because I didn't want to go back to the situation of giving someone 500 gigabytes of space. Yeah. That's a lot of space. Well, that's not, I mean, it's good enough amount of space, not for 4K anyway, but, um, <laughs> but it's a lot of space. So, I mean, that's probably something, a memorable moment of my life as a filmmaker, just paying out if a IMAC for $50 a week, mm-hmm. just to make sure that I continue on getting clients, continue on getting gigs and also growing from as a, as, as a filmmaker. Yeah. Um, what do you, do you have a memory from? I know you have plenty. I mean, don't don't hold back. Oh man, I, I got to think of something. I am not totally sure. I've got I've got that one story. Yeah, you but you're saving. I, I really want to save it for for like the the bloopers episode. Essentially, there's like <laughs> bloopers of our own life. Things yeah, that we yeah, went yeah. That'll be a good episode. I'm, I've been through a lot. The struggle. Uh, you know, um, nope. No. No, I got nothing. I got nothing significant at the moment. At the moment, it's one of one of those. I have a brain freezes because I talk too much anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> Look at her. She's over there. She's like, yeah. You, you know, there, I have a significant moment in my life that came about about two years ago. Okay. Um, so I'd been working on a web series with this other guy. His name was, is Eddie G. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I work with him every once in a while on different projects. So, oh, hey, Rob's what's taking pictures. What's up, Rob? <laughs> Uh, so I've been, I've been working with him for several years now on different projects, but the first project that we worked on together as producer, cinematographer, mm-hmm. and editor, uh, is a short film called Never Forget. And he okay. wrote it, he directed it, I shot it, uh, camera operated and edited the final piece. And we started just sending it around Atlanta just mm-hmm. to some local stuff. But yeah. when we actually got into a couple of different small events and, you know, like really small festivals mm-hmm. put really big quotes around that um you know i started i started to get an an eye for what the the local flavor was yeah. with filmmaking yeah um and when which one was it i want to say it was it was at a at one event where we actually got money back for, oh, really? for showing the film and it was like 80 dollars or something that we got for gas yes, money something that we paid a thousand dollars to shoot um what a but return. We, I'm watching the other films and stuff, and we end up getting best short film nice. at this event. And it was, it was at that moment where I was like, okay, maybe I do know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Maybe I actually can do this. And ever since then, like I, I've constantly just reassessed my work, and every time I do something new, it's always gotten better and better. But it, it had to have been you know, one of those events where I just kind of sat back for a second and went, okay. This this could work. I might actually be able to make a career out of this. And 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 that's the fun one thing about it. Like when you're continually doing something, you're passionate about it. Mm-hmm. You're gonna grow. Yeah. Like your work is not gonna be the same. You know, especially with my editing. Like I had I saved so many stuff on my hard drive from years ago. I remember as an editor, I because I, the thing I never went to school to edit. I went to school, but I learned film history, not like video editing. Because I was self-taught. so And this is really wasn't when YouTube wasn't really as big when it came to a lot of stuff that yeah. you have now. So I remember like I had um, a software called Pinnacle where they had the mm-hmm. like a box where you can record television, like TV, your TV. Yeah, whatever. I had one of those. Okay, yeah. So, you know, 
Um, you you were, you were one of the original like animated music video. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Po- posters. Yep. Yeah, so and what I did was to what what anime did you use? Oh, say it again. What anime did you use? I can't really remember honestly. I really can't. I really, I really can't remember. It. Oh man, I, I, I was really I was really it. hoping you'd reveal what kind of weeb you are. <laughs> but <laughs> but I had pinnacles. So what I did was to learn to because really editing is creating a story. That's what it is. Yeah. So me, I sat when I came home from school or work. I sat at my computer for like God knows, like six, seven hours, mm-hmm. almost eight hours, just figuring out how to create a video. So what I did, I remember the first movies I uh, recorded off my TV was, uh, was that movie Kick-Ass? Remember the movie that came out? Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Oh so, God, that was a long time ago. I know, 2008, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, your first gig. But um, <laughs> but I sat there, I, I let the thing record and I saved it to an MP4 file, or MOV file, whatever mm-hmm. you, know, you want to compress it as. And I sat there and watched the movie and cut things in. T- and I had the song, was that? What's it? Um, what's the? I think it was. Um, I go crazy. What's that? Who's the? Uh, Bar- what's the? The girl that sang Barracuda. You, you are I, asking the oh, yeah, wrong I don't, person. I don't know. It's like, ooh, Barracuda. I forgot the name's name. I'm really gonna be upset. Yeah, you are asking yeah. the wrong person on that. <laughs> but but I thought of a song and I created a video out of it. So it was like okay. a movie music video. Yeah. So it was like, okay, I'm getting better at this. I remember. Well, this is probably you probably know this. Well, Exorcist. And okay. You know, yeah. n- no doubt. Um, mm-hmm. Um, I'm just a girl, like no doubt. I'm just a girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I merged the two, so I made it a comical horror video. You have to see. Where it. Where is this? I have to, it. I still have watch. it. Okay, good. I have it. I still have it. It's like 2010 that I have. I created oh, this. Oh man! And I I added um you know Jay Z and Kanye West Rihanna run this town. Yeah. Added to the Warriors. I mean, it makes sense. What are they doing running this town? Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So I still have these videos. I when I go back and watch it, I'm like, man, this is kind of innovative you know what I mean mm-hmm. and even now I'm a better editor I, I know how to create a story that's what it is and my uh, mentor you know Vanda Gibbs I sent him the video and he told me he's like I see what you're doing like it it, it makes sense he said but you're re-editing edited work already so as I, he said I will advise you to buy a camera and start shooting your own work and yeah edit. and you know and after a while I got better at it and I mean, really, that's how we met because I, I asked you, say, hey, I need an audio guy for having a nice day. Right. You know, and it's crazy how we met because we met on Craigslist. Which, by the way, very bad idea. Very. Yeah. Very. Yeah, do seriously. not meet people on Craigslist, please. OK, do not go to the to the um, what's that? The the meetup ad, whatever. Don't don't do that. Oh, that's, that's gone now. It's gone. Now. That's yeah, actually I know, gone. I know. Thought I had one. <laughs> <laughs> no, just be very careful yeah, if you're going to pick up gigs on Craigslist. Seriously, don't. It was it, it, it kind of helped me out, but that's like very, very rare. It's a, it's, very it's, rare. It's a one in a hundred chance that you run into another Chauncey. Like to it's be a, totally honest, a small chance you run into Thor. You know, it really is like <laughs> a small, really small chance you do. I said, like, "Wow, Thor's actually my boom operator. That's really dope." Do you come from Ragnarok, dude? That's awesome. I love this guy. <laughs> but but really, like the story is like. Um, Tamika, my friend, she, you know, wrote, her and I wrote a script called Have a Nice Day. It's on YouTube right now, Have a Nice Day web series. And me, I knew I was going to shoot the web series, but the one thing I'm very, I'm very adamant on good audio. Mm-hmm. I need a boom operator. It, it's, it's definitely one of the most important aspects very much of so. filmmaking. Al- almost more important than, than the camera in some ways. Oh, very much so. I totally agree with that. Because I can tolerate grainy video to a certain extent, but if I can't hear anything, mm-hmm. then I... 
I, I just can't tolerate it. I yeah. can't. And I've I've been in situations where I tried to edit it as much as I can in post, but it it only could go so far. So I put out an ad on Craigslist, and this is in 2016, maybe February. And I said, hey, I need a boom operator paying you like $150 a day, whatever, which is fair. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I, I see the ad and I respond to it. And I'm like, hell yes, $150 a day. I'll take that. <laughs> and then I get a, I get a lot of emails. And I remember I saw, you know, Eric's name. I was like, okay, let me check him out. And he had like a, it was a video that you did for the, it was like a Western. No, it wasn't Western. It was like two cops, whatever, in the house. I forgot what it was, but it was an email. You should, oh, my yeah. God, I forgot about that short film. Yeah, yeah was, I was, that was okay. I was, yeah, I did sound on a yeah. short film mm-hmm. in Virginia Beach. Uh, oh, that I was in Virginia. Oh yeah, that was in Virginia Beach where I went to school. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and man, the I can't even believe that I I used that as my example because I we literally just stuck an H four N a Zoom H mm-hmm. four N onto like a monopod and really? held it over the the actors. That wow. wasn't even like good audio as far as I was concerned. It that probably is, still was better than camera audio by far, but that is very creative. <laughs> yep, very, very. I do not recommend that at all. No, 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 no. Please don't. But I saw the email and I called Eric and we talked. We vibed. Okay, cool. I like his, you know, his tone. It was cool and everything like that. I said, hey, I'd like to work with you. You know, mm-hmm. I like the audio. It works fine. No problem. So he he wants to work with me, but then he's like, "Oh, but it's gonna be like two months down the road." Oh yeah, so I like, forgot about that. It's like, oh, okay. Oh yeah, fine. About sorry about that. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was like, so yeah, it, we're recording in April, and this is February. <laughs> I just want to make sure. I, just, I don't know. I just want to make sure. And then I call Eric. I say, "Hey, Eric, you know, we're good to go." Two months later. Right. Right. Two months later, and no answer. I was like, "Oh my god, is he, did he leave or something? Did he?" Follow the place, follow the place of the earth. Like I text him, Eric. Like, hey, Eric, I was so work with you. Everything okay? Are you alive? You know. So I, I have a bad habit of not responding to things, and it's I'm getting better about it. I, I'm, I'm glad I'm, you are. My my timing is getting faster as I respond to stuff, unless I'm hiding from someone specific. Mm. Um, <laughs> it, it happens. It happens. Uh, but in that case, like what I think, if I remember correctly, what happened was I. Something was going on in my life, and I was just very distracted, and so I knew that you messaged me, and I just forgot to, to respond to you. It wasn't even me just trying to hide or just saying, oh, you know, sure screw it that. It was, I just forgot that it was there. <laughs> and then Eric, and it was like the week before we was going to, no, it was the week of, I was like, I said, Eric Case, I'm like, dude, like, I've been looking for you. I'm sorry, Chauncey. It's like, dude, <laughs> I've been trying to reach you for the last, like, month. Like, I didn't want to work with anybody else but you. And it's for a good reason. Like, dude, you, I just need someone to run audio. Like, if you yeah. can't do it, it's fine. I don't, I'm not going to be mad. So it was like four days after your last message to me. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I was on a walk in my neighborhood. I'm just walking around. I, I think to myself, I've forgotten something. <laughs> what did I forget? <gasps> and I just, like, immediately went to the text message <laughs> and called you back. I was like, oh God, oh God, please don't say that you found somebody else to do this and I for didn't. you. I really didn't. Yeah. I really I, I didn't. was really surprised, honestly. Because it was like, I don't, I think it was meant to be because like, I just like, I could kind of check someone's tone over the phone. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you were, just, I could say this guy's very like animated, very playful, very, 
he could work well. I just, I have that, I just check your spirit, I guess. It was something about you that I was like, okay, I could work with this guy. And then, I mean, Eric is like, well, when I heard you found out you're a white guy, I was like, why oh, did you yeah. say that? No, why does everyone keep saying that? I don't kidding. understand that. Like, why everyone thinks like when I talk, I'm like, uh, I sound like a white dude. I don't understand. I don't, I don't know. Like, over the headphones right now, like, you you sound different than when you're on the phone. And especially like two years ago. I mean, I'm not code switching or anything like that. Like, I'm like, hey, you know. No, it wasn't <laughs> even like that. I just, I just automatically assume for some reason. God, this is America. <laughs> I think I I think I figured it out because you sent me like a clip or something beforehand, and I was like, "Oh, he's probably not white." Okay. Oh, he's so a black don't guy. Don't be. He's don't, a brother. Don't okay. look surprised when you walk on set and <laughs> Rob's like, he's like, seriously, no, he's a Rob. Like he was like, I was like, yeah, dude, like I'm not like I'm more beige than black anyway, but it's like, come on, I got my melanin, but like, Jesus, I was like, oh, he's a white guy, it's great. Like I said, okay, I'm not gonna work with them. I'm sorry. This is problematic. Can't do it anymore. But we, you, we, you do realize that like half of my income from 2016 came from all black sets, where I was the only white guy. Yeah, right? you had fried chicken too, right? So you, oh, you yeah, initiated. Yeah. Oh god, you initiate with fried chicken from Popeyes, deep fried every single day. It was just fried wings. Every I mean, come single on, it's a black thing. Come on, come I, on. Did you get could, sweet tea too? Could have, could have at least been a little better seasoned. <laughs> You had probably went to the wrong Popeyes, though. Probably, yeah. Did you, did you go to the more black area or the more... I mean, sorry, it's true. Like, no, this season differently. Like, man, this this sweet tea is strong. I mean, we kind of may have... <laughs> we kind of may have shot at a motel that was more of a drug den than anything yeah, else go. at there, one there's, point. There's so. more seasoned in drug areas. Yeah. You know, spray some cocaine on it. It'd be all right. But, um... <laughs> but going into the... <laughs> <laughs> it's in the, the web series. So I think the Have a Nice Day web series was something that took almost a year and a half to create, but I appreciate every moment because it was more of, of me stepping into me as a producer. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Delka came on, you know, Tamika, she was directing. So me knowing more than they did, I had to kind of teach them how to put things together. Yeah. It was difficult, but yet again, for the sake of the web series, it needed to be done. It, it, it was such a, a great journey, I think, for yeah. all of us for various reasons. I mean, just getting to know you, figuring out what your dynamic is mm-hmm. for storytelling, figuring out you know what I can do to help out and everything. You know, there, there came a point during the shooting where I just walked up to you and I was like, uh, don't pay me anymore. Like, yeah, this this is like, this is this is a great. And I still group. paid you and too. I, like, but you, you you kept trying at least. I, I, I like, eventually, eventually that that ended. I, I mean, think. you got insurance, dude. Come on, take the insurance money. But <laughs> take the bribe. Just but I mean, like like the the journey just ended up being so much more important to me, and yeah. I was like, I I just want to see this product finished, and I want to see this succeed. Yeah, and I, and I and I think it did because we had the not just the right crew, but the right cast too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, it, it's just. The people that, I, and some of them I met in a call center. Like the web series was really like 80, 80 85% real. Like we wrote from our own experiences, you know? Like the first person I met who were, he was, I casted was Rashawn Hill. Like he mm-hmm. was somebody I met in a call center and he hated that job. I was like, dude, like, he, like he's like, like Chauncey, I hate coming up in his mother. Like, <laughs> like, 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 bro, you can be all right. He's like, man, on Monday morning, you know? Like, damn, Rashawn, like, you gotta, you know, he my boy, but like, damn, you gotta get out of here, bro. He's about to, it's like, mm-hmm. no, man, like, he hated that job, you know, but he's my boy, so he's he's grown since then, you know, as an actor. Um, also, I mean, you know, from Desmond, you know, Desmond Mariani. Desmond's hilarious, by the way. Oh, yeah. Like, okay, Desmond, let me tell you something. 
where have you been, bro? Like, I, I like this guy's. Cause when he when he auditioned, he was so like you know, and he's you know reciting the lines. He's passionate. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sorry, I lost my job, and you know. But when he comes on set, he's like, I was like, who's this guy? Who's like in between takes? He's like. Uh, okay, how come you didn't show me this in the audition? Even though I casted him for it, he's just so much fun to be around. Very, he's very silly, man. Like he's, like, he's dancing and singing in yeah, between he's doing, takes. He's doing a Dougie, you know, the shoot dance. Well, the shoot wasn't out yet, sorry. But, <laughs> um, but you know, and 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 you know, he's pretty much playing my life when I was in the call center. Yeah. So just talking to, to him about you know how I was at the time, he really killed it. He really understood it because I think I don't think oh I don't know if he worked in the call center, but mm-hmm. he understood the call center um, mentality or the experience. You know, Indy, I met her in the call center too. Indy Lee, um, <laughs> actually, with Indy, uh, we shot our first sex scene with Indy. That scene in episode three where um, her oh and Kenneth, God, remember yes. that? I was like, that was funny. It wasn't. It was. It was just hilarious. I'm like, you, you guys need help. You guys need help, especially Kenneth. Yeah, I'm gonna get on Kenneth in a minute. I'm gonna get him later. But it's like, dude, you, Sex you guys need help. Are the worst to yeah. shoot. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, they're just so difficult to shoot seriously. Yeah, seriously. It's like, is it? Are you trying to shoot porn or art? Which one is it? Are you, oh which man, one to shoot? It's, it really is a fine line that you. It dance is a fine line when, when you're trying to do that kind of thing. And Indy was a trooper. Like she just, you know, knocked it out. And you know, Kenneth was really. Kenneth Nance, let me tell you something. So when we casted Kenneth the week of, because another guy was supposed to be um, played playing Matthew Curtis, his yeah. character. So we casted, I casted Kenneth the week of, and I'm glad he was available, and I'm glad it worked out because when we he came on set, you know he's in this mode and his vibe. He's sitting in the chair. This is the divorce scene. Remember that scene? Oh yeah. And I'm sitting there recording it, and the line that he says, like he just said it with some conviction, like like damn, bro. He was like, she. I, I think. I think he was responding to the line "Go to hell." Yeah, he and he, like, he's he's like, uh, you know, I've already been there. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Like like Batman, like already been there before. <laughs> <I'm> like, what? <laughs> I was like, okay, Batman's like, where is she? She's, she's here. She's right here, Kenneth. She's just front of you. He, he just like it was an improv line, though, or a yeah, modified really was. line yeah, yeah, by yeah. him, and it was he grasped the character so quickly and easily. It was really fascinating. And I think when he did the line where. He's like, you know, my money and this good dick get this man together. It's like, dude, 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 hold up. Well, my sister was like, hold up, he, wait a minute. He, he, he just gave you an awesome performance, yeah. which, I mean, like, he's clearly doing this yeah, as, yeah. as an actual career and everything, like trying, he, trying to make it work and everything like the rest of us are, but just amazing at yeah. what he does. Batman fanatic too, so I know he, <laughs> I know he would be on the show later, but yeah, oh, like, yes, Kenneth please. really killed that role. Like, people, I've, I've never seen so many people send so much hate comments for him. Like I've gotten comments where like, I can't believe this motherfucker. I was like, dude, like, mm-hmm. like I, he sounds like my ex boyfriend and da da da. I was like, like come on. I send him like, dude, what 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 are you doing? You, you struck gold. With I him. did. Like people, I, I, if I could show you the comments, paragraphs. It's like, man, I can't believe that she kept she stayed with him and da da. It's like y'all know this this is fake, right? Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> but that's a good actor because you yeah. get it, like people hated him. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, just just I was like, guys, chill out, just chill, chill, chill for a little bit. But um, you know, going to more actors, um, but, Mary. But I, I just I ahead. just want to say, Kenneth, man with a golden voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the I agree. Fir- when when we started shooting that that first scene, the the divorce scene. Um, that was like the first thing that just really caught me because I'm running sound for you for yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Not, not behind the camera or anything. I'm just running sound. I'm like, wow, 
this, I would listen to audiobooks with this yeah. guy. Like he, he just has this beautiful, rich tone that mm-hmm. I could, I could never dream to, to match at all. Makes me very, very sad inside. And, and another line too that it just, and I, and you know, I co-write it, and just to have him deliver it, I was like, I feel bad because he's talking to Indy. And mm-hmm. I remember the line; it was episode four, and I know this because I'm editing. So I mean, I know the episodes. So he's like, um, "What's the line?" He says, "He's like, this is the Matthew J. Cutter show. I run this shit." Oh man! All you are is flesh with a fat cat. I'm like, like, bro, <sighs> bro, bro, just killing it, bro, killing it, man. I was like, ugh, my heart, ugh. <laughs> You know, and but yeah, he he killed it over the whole season. And you know, Mariani Johnson's another one, sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Uh, Chris, um, Jasmine. You know, we had Brianna, Amanda Reno. Okay, <laughs> Amanda, I gotta thank you because she brought like some comedy on set too. Mm-hmm. And it's like, who did I cast? It's the same <laughs> thing with Desmond. I was like, like what? She's so silly, man. Like, but she's another good actor too. I was like, Amanda, like, what are you, what are you, she's just animated, is like. She's just always fun to, to be around very, as well, but in a very different way from very, Desmond. Yeah, yeah. Like, very, yeah, yeah, it's the opposite. The absolute opposite in every way. Like, episode, um, episode five, she comes in, in the scene where she's introducing herself as the trainer. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, I like the future and the Migos. I was like, this is hilarious. <laughs> I can't wait to edit this. This is hilarious. I can't wait. <laughs> But it was so it was so authentic. She says like, the future. I was like, like behind the scenes, that is who she is. I know it is. No, it I is. loved it so much because it, she she was portraying herself, but it was so good. And like she's like a Beyonce fanatic with her character anyway. I don't know if she is a person like, but she's like, see you, ma, uh, uh, day. like single ladies. Like, like oh my god, this girl's. <laughs> I'm sitting there editing this. Like my goodness, my goodness. But she did a great job. She's funny because people have just commented, and that's the one thing—the comments we've been coming in on the show. Yeah, like I said I, we've been—I mean, we've been talked about in, in in news articles, on like blogs and things like that. Someone actually wrote a whole blog about us, like maybe like two pages. Like, man, this guy went in. But I appreciate that though, because they're investing in the show. Yeah, and that goes not just from you and I, but everyone who's a part of it. Right. You know what I mean? It, it, you know, it's just. I appreciate these actors because I, the one thing of me as a filmmaker is I want to make sure that the actors are not just appreciated, but they understand that they're part of something big here. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's sad that they, I hear, I hear this around a lot with, uh, with actors where they can't get their footage. My, like, what do you mean you can't get your footage? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying about me. I'm talking about other editors I used to work with. Like, what do you mean you can't get your footage? Like, yeah. you know, easily it's just like, Hey, Chauncey, you know, I need my footage. Okay, cool. I'll get you it in by the end of the week. That's easy. Like, okay, I have a footage. I organize it based on the actor. So, I don't know why it was so difficult for them to get their footage, which I don't understand, mm-hmm. you know? But the have a nice day. How, many, how, much, how many minutes do we have, Rob? I'm sorry. Uh, we probably have about Same eight way? minutes. Eight, f- 15? 15 minutes? Okay, cool, 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 cool. Okay. I just want to make sure we're on time because I wanted him to kick us out. I'm sorry. You haven't paid your bill. Get out. Okay, cool. <laughs> I was like, thanks, Rob. Jesus. But but yeah, man, the, the, the web series, like I was saying earlier, was something that I grew as an editor as well, too, because just figuring out so many, like, I had to edit based on pace and emotion. Yeah. So I had to really put in a lot of work. But it's worth it because these guys invested their time and energy into it, mm-hmm. and they believe in it. So the actors, they're just like, man. I, and one person, Erica, Erica Matthews. Um, Erica Matthews is another one, too. She's another one <laughs> who's moving, by the way. I'm really upset about oh. that. 
No. We have to get in the studio before she moves. Yeah. She moved at the end of the summer. Where Where's she going? Oh, we should probably not say it on yeah, the podcast. Yeah, we shouldn't say it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to tell her business. But Erica, I'm I'm really proud of her anyway. She got into um, a college, but I'll let her explain that later. But, oh, fantastic. Yeah, she's still doing acting. But I hope I'm not telling her business, but I'm just happy <laughs> for her. You know what I'm saying? I don't want, I'm not, person. this isn't a gossip show. You know, I'm sorry. No, this is totally the gossip show. Yeah, this is. This, <laughs> Which have a nice day, actor, do we hate the most? Well, we had so much beef, you know, no chicken. Is that what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but but I'm really proud of the actors that have grown so much, you know, everybody, yeah. you know, and Tamika to creating something like this that hasn't been talked about before. Like you see shows where they talk about, you know, being in an office, but the call center is something that hasn't been touched on before. And we mm-hmm. created that. The actors, they did it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it's something that I really appreciate all of them for. That's why I look out for them. You know what I mean? And, and you know, I, I have to give you props, especially mm-hmm. you, your sister, uh, Tamika, what you did with the web series is something that is so rarely mm-hmm. done. Um, in my observation and personal experience, even, you know, I'm working on a web series right now and mm-hmm. I'm not even sure if it's going to go past episode one just Jeez. due to the nature of what we're trying to do mm-hmm. with it and everything. But, you know, I, I approached you at some point, I want to say in a month or two after we finished shooting the, yeah. the entire series, and I was like, you should do a large edit as a feature film. Oh yeah, yeah, you and did say that. Yeah. What did it end up being? It was like two and a half hours long. About that, yeah. About that, yeah. About two and a half hours. And, about that, yeah. And the the thing to me is that you shot a feature film. That's yeah, pretty much that's what you ended up doing. It was crazy it, to think about. It, it wasn't a short film. It wasn't you know a thirty thirty minute long three four five episode thing. It was it was a feature film epic that you shot yeah. and you actually succeeded in finishing it and publishing it for people to view. I really love the compliment right now. That, that is really... so that is so difficult to do. No, man, to, it really to go was, that yeah. far with a yeah. project. And you stuck with it for a year and a half, yeah. making it happen, going yeah. through all the hoops that you had to. And I mean, we we had so many problems at yeah. different times due to scheduling, due to just random events in people's lives. Yeah. Like we we ran into issues and you still made it happen. Yeah. Cause it was it was for the sake of just my friend Tamika, cause she came to me and like I said, she could have went to somebody else, but she came, she trusted me with it. And trust goes a long way in this industry, mm-hmm. it really does. So could I have went off and oh sell this? Yeah, but I, that's not my character. I don't want it. That's not fair. Mm-hmm. That's not fair to someone who came to you and trust you with their idea and he go off and sell it and be greedy. No, I was like. I want to stick with this, even though it had days where it's like, man, I was going to finish it. I st- we still went the course. Like, hey, let's finish it off. We had to recast some stuff and we had to change some some scenes around to make it make sense. So, I mean, I did about a thousand hours of editing. Like, yeah. But it was worth it because the actors, I saw that they cared too. You know, like they tell me, like, man, like, you know, people are loving the web series. Not even them, people that sent it to. Like they said, man, I love the web series. It's good. Like I want to see more of it. Now I don't know about season two right now because I'm working on different projects. You know what I mean? But you're busy. I'm, I'm busy. Yeah, we would love to revisit it completely. Yeah, but. yeah, we would. But you know, we're 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 busy. So that's why we only could do like what twice a month, Eric. This podcast. That, and that that's going to be difficult. Yeah, as but, is as well. But <laughs> here's the thing: it's just we just really appreciate you guys supporting us. You know, but you know, in in. I want you guys to really go on YouTube right now and watch Have a Nice Day web series because you're going to see not just the performance of the actors, good editing, good sound from Eric, you know, good directing, but also people that are passionate about what they do and what they enjoy. Because this is this is what I love doing. Yeah. I mean, I don't I mean, some people I want to be a filmmaker. Oh, do you? Do you want to edit for eight hours straight? You know, do you want to? 
you know, run boom and have your arms be tired. And I mean, that's the stuff about filmmaking that people don't really talk about. They see all the glitz and the glamour of social media, which is cool that I use social media to promote my work. But again, the, the, the process was important to me. Mm-hmm. Learning grip at early age, editing, editing is mind numbing. Like sitting there for six hours, like my girlfriend is like, oh, she comes over. <laughs> She's like, well, I was <laughs> like, sorry. I, gotta... I mean, even though I'm in, I think I'm ahead. It's not like I'm saying I'm behind. Yeah. I have to stay ahead. Mm-hmm. So if I have like, oh my God, especially shooting a wedding, bro. When you talk about being focused and actually, there's no cuts in the weddings. You can't say to the, to the mm-hmm. preacher, okay, I'm sorry, uh, pastor, can you actually say the line again, please? So I can get that for my, you can't, it's live. So you have to be aware. <laughs> That'll keep you alert. You shot a win with me, you know. Yeah, no, no. I'm just remembering. I'm remembering making the biggest mistake of my life in trying because they didn't have proper audio for oh, this wedding, yeah. and I ended up just booming the audio for like 20 minutes straight. I was like, I still, I feel bad for Eric. I was, I can't believe that I did it. It put, it put <laughs> me to the test. Yeah, and I still managed to do it because no boom operator has has to do that I like, ever I look at Eric because I'm like man I feel bad for Eric man but he's such a trooper came and looked like an assassin <laughs> with his bun, hair in a bun I was like, like who did you just kill I was like Eric you know this is a wedding right oh is it so, I was like dude yeah my like, my code name is Agent 43 <laughs> I was like I was like Eric why is your hair in a bun that's the only significance of you actually killing somebody or is she gonna <laughs> bake a cake like I don't know which one is it you know but that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, and this is just an advice to the young filmmakers, you know, out there. And here's the thing. Film is very, very fun to do, but you have to enjoy it. You have to enjoy the the, the process. You yeah. have to enjoy learning from mentors, learning from people who know what they're talking about. Because film is really, in my opinion, subjective. Yeah. It really is. So you really have to understand, like, are, is this, are you going to go all in? Because you can't half-ass it. You can't be like, well, I'm going to edit today and just edit next week. No, you got to get it done because the client actually wants to get it done by a certain time. Yeah. And is their money because the clients don't, I mean, they care, but it's like, okay, uh, where's my video? Mm-hmm. And, you know, is it done? <laughs> and here's your money. Like, <laughs> that's the process. Where's my video? It, it's a is very, it done? And where's my money? It's a very soulless process sometimes, honestly. Sometimes it is, yeah. It, it's just things that you have to understand. As a young or new filmmaker, and photographers, I give them the highest regard. Because mm-hmm. photography, that's another level. My brother does photography. I was like, man, but some people that get in just for, oh, I'm gonna get my Instagram likes up. That's not about, it's not about Instagram to me. It's not about social media. It's a platform to promote yourself. Yeah. And are you good at what you do? Mm-hmm. Are you willing to learn? Are you willing to sit down? I mean, I'm, a, I'm a, really, a, I'm mainly an editor. I know how to shoot everything, but I'd rather be the editor to cr- or fix the worst case scenario yeah. problems. Because I've been there before where it's like, okay, this is not going to work. So you have to figure things out. So, I mean, that's my advice to young filmmakers or new filmmakers. Be all in or just don't do it because I'll piss me off. And I, you, you know, it's funny with the, the be all in, uh, be all in mentality. Um, one of the, the most, initially it was surprising, but now like it makes total sense just like watching my own life and, and mm-hmm. how this occurs. Something that that I was told is that a lot of the great filmmakers, even the the modern ones today, mm-hmm. they'll all say a very similar thing, and that is that they they lost a decade of their lives to film. Yeah, they they yeah. did not experience a, a decade. Usually, it's in their twenties or their thirties. They mm-hmm. sacrificed so much because they were all in on on the stuff that they wanted to do. 
And you know, I'm not I'm not quite at that position yet with my own work. Yeah. But you know, I'm getting there. I'm definitely getting there because I'm I'm now finding myself I'm without weekends half the time. <laughs> yeah, at that's why it's a Thursday. Like, the the social life my social life is like half crushed mm-hmm. as is and I'm expecting it to, to go full throttle eventually. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're you put so much effort into something and you really have to love it. Yeah. And I mean, granted, every once in a while it ends up being being very profitable too. Even just as a crew member, it can be very profitable, mm-hmm. but in the end, you know, it really tests you. And you really have to ask yourself at the end of every night, after every 12 to 16 hour day that you're working <laughs> on these things, do I really love this? Yeah. Is this something that I really want to do for the rest of my life? And, you know, at 27 years old, I can still say yes to that. I mean, dear God, I'm probably going gray already, as is with the, the stress that I've been putting myself through with the projects that I work mm-hmm. on. But, you know, I still would not trade this for, for almost anything else. Maybe stunt, man. But that'll be dope. That that'd be the only thing that I trade it for. And, 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 and you know, speaking on that too, it's just I started out as an editor, but I transitioned to an actual scriptwriter because you and I worked on my you know project Self Love, which was such a it was a short, but I think the writing part was the tough part because the one thing with me, I'm not gonna look for opportunity. I create my opportunities. Mm-hmm. You know, so for me, I learned writing from Ali Freud and KL Allen. Those two I learned so much from from writing. And from actually creating a story, and what? Okay, you got seven minutes. I'm I'm just watching time. Okay, <laughs> Rob, seven minutes. So okay, so from Ali Freud and KL Allen, I learned to create stories, but also know how to format it correctly. You know what I mean? So I enjoy now because I all I do is write. I create now. Actually, I finished a actual another web series right now too. So I'm looking to see you know uh to create not to create but to actually have a table read soon okay because i in a day i just can't sit there and just like well i'm gonna sit here and just wait for opportunity no i'm gonna create my opportunities you know what i mean yeah and with self-love that you and i shot you shot it i i uh, produced a delka uh, directed it and that story is something that's kind of part from my life and i'll talk about it later day when mm-hmm. i have the um, actors here which thanks to lavar drew and um, Shanae Hilton, Desmond, Kenneth, and Mariani. Absolute true. Thank you so much. Yeah, like they they shut it down. You know, Kenneth is comical. I'm just, I don't know. Why, why are we friends? <laughs> no, but he my boy, man. Lavar came in as, as a new actor that I worked with. Mm-hmm. You know, Shanae, she was a part of the web series, maybe like a scene. So we put her into a main role, and she did a great job too. Yeah. You know, um, Justin Corn. Thank dude. Audio. Oh man, dude, Justin. Hey man, thank you so much. He is the he yeah, is the boss. Thank you, Justin. I can't forget about Justin. I can't. Yeah. I can't forget about him, man. Um, but Eric, you you shooting it, man. Like I'm seeing just the raw files of it. I have to compliment you because I know you compliment me, but I have to compliment you, man. The one thing about Eric is, guys, like Eric is not like a typical cinematographer. He's like, well, you, we're going to use first and lighting for the scene. We're going to just use, you know, let me use my ISO and my shutter speed. It's like no, like he is. I sometimes like, what's he doing? But he does things to make sure that it looks right, not just raw, but also in post when you color grade or color correct it. So, dude, you killed. I said killed. Yes. Not killed. Killed. Yes. You killed your job, man. Like, you made my life so much easier. It's like, oh, my God. Thank God. I Thank God he called me in for heaven. Because I don't think I understand. Like, <laughs> like, no, I'm serious. Like, it's really difficult to find someone who's passionate about because you're all in just like mm-hmm. I am. 
You know, it's just rare to find it. So I have to give you a compliment. You you know what you're doing when it comes to setup. And oh, I got to thank Drew, by the way. I can't forget about it. Drew. Memory came on set. Oh, man. Super helpful, dude. Dude, he's, he's a... I got to... Man, I love to give people credit. What critters do. Drew is amazing when it comes to just color grading and specs and just... You, you just draw really good people, too. You. I know. I know. It's, 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 it's not easy, but it's 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 it's, it's, it's a trait that I love. <laughs> I'm just I'm just not a douche. Like I'm not a condescending prick. Like people I'm just, so glad for that. One like, of us has to be the good guy. <laughs> <laughs> but hey guys, you know what? Like uh, this is our first episode and I think we did fine. I, I, I hope fine. we did. I, I have to listen to it and otherwise see. this will be a short lived series. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I, I I just really appreciate you for just not just partnering with me on this on this podcast journey, but this is this podcast is really just really not for us, but for the actors we work with for to just have them have a platform yeah. to talk to them because I love conversations with my actors that what they've been through. I mean, the actors they've been through, they have some stories. I'm like, man, you went through that to get you, to this point. You, you know, I I was telling you earlier that you know it's funny that we're trying to do this because we don't really have the the correct cr- credentials no. to, to do a podcast about Not filmmaking really. because like I'm still doing low budget stuff. You're still doing low yeah. budget stuff. The the biggest project that I worked on was as a grip and electric for 10 days on a TV show. Like, you know, we, we, we aren't, we aren't the big names mm. in Atlanta or anywhere really. But, you know, to me, the purpose of this show and what, what I really hope we get to do in the future is we really get to communicate with and contact the the really good actors and, yeah. and crew out here in Atlanta. Because, mm-hmm. you know, there's so many talented people out here that, Very much so, that yeah. I want to meet and I want to work with. And I mean, I definitely. You feel the same way about I, it. I, I totally concur, man. I really you know, do. They have their stories. They have their experiences and their perspectives on a lot of different things. And I... That's what I really want to highlight with this project is I want to I want to highlight everyone else as opposed to highlighting us. Yeah, because this first episode is just for us. And after that, we don't matter. Like, we don't matter at all. It's like, who are these guys again? <laughs> like, what are the names? Chauncey? Or just... Four? <laughs> like, like uh, Eric Kaz? Kaz <laughs> what? And I'm playing. No, but, but no, like what you said, I really concur with what you said because I, I like to learn from different directors, producers, like what makes you, what, what, what drives you? Like what motivates you? I love hearing stories. I, I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm a storyteller when I write, but I like to hear audibly. Like I love to hear people's story. Cause I'm like, man, like you went through that. Like I can sit down and, and just enjoy and listen and comprehend what these actors go through. Cause they talk to me about a lot of stuff The people from have a nice day, what they go through from theater to, to, you know, acting classes and like that. So I think with this podcast is something that, I mean, I haven't done this in nine years, Eric, and with my friends, you know, Taryn, Russell, and Josh, you know, like we had a a radio show and just to do it again is kind of like weird, you know, but yet again, with this podcast, like Eric said, we're just passionate about filmmaking. We love to learn, but we love to work as well, too. Our our work shows it. It does. Yeah. It shows. We're not half-assing it. We're not just, oh, I'm just going to, I want to, yeah. Uh, uh, the hills are alive with the sound of music. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> like, you know, we're not. But, Eric, you know, we finished our first episode, man. Round of applause. We got somewhere. We got somewhere. It's, I know it's going to sound good, but hey, I got to thank Rob Hooper over there. Love Work Studios, baby. 
Hey, thank you, Rob. You can't see him or hear him. No, no, you but can't he see him. He's, he's, like, he's pointing. He's laughing with a beard. He grew. You grew a beard, bro. He looks great, though. We, we, we should get, get the Rob mics for, yeah. for Rob, like come here, come here, laughing come here. at us. No, just come here. come here. I want him to promote his work. Oh yeah, thank please. You. No, so tell people how they can find you and all the information they need because I want to thank you for just the great audio and the great experience, man. Go ahead. Absolutely. Well, uh, thank you guys for coming in and hanging out with me. Um, you can find me at www.theloveworkstudios.com I do uh, music recording podcasts and mixing and mastering excellent now get out of my studio <laughs> <laughs> but that no. you have for 30 more seconds right right it's like you know this is really my studio well I pay for my time though no but <laughs> but um no but I gotta thank him man but it's all about networking you know what I mean yeah so social media like where can they find you Eric Oh, where, where can I find? Yeah, no. Oh, where, where can no. people find you? I know oh, I can find I, you because you're did, here. I, yeah. I am still invis- trying to stay invisible on social media <laughs> right now. I'm rebuilding my brand and everything. Actually, so am I too. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you you can find me um, at least on Instagram at ek freelance. But I'm to be totally honest, I haven't posted on there in a couple of months. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I'm rebuilding my own brand, trying to to get my materials together to come out with a better demo reel, come out with better material. Uh, I'm currently working on a web series as well as two different feature films as director of photography. So, you know, there's going to be a lot of material coming out from me very soon, hopefully. And for me, um, you can find me on Instagram on, on, (laughs) (laughs) um, it's Chance the writer, um, IG Chance the writer. I mean, I'm pretty easy to find. Just hit me in my DMS. (laughs) <laughs> and not sexual it's just to me with my DMs no seriously so those people do this like, oh hit me my DMs okay cool I'll give you my information and um, right now I'm actually working with Corey Henry and Derek Gilbert for the Steam Revolution it's a non-profit organization that actually helps kids in their path to actually creating careers for them opportunities and I was like actually before we leave I actually was able to teach my first film class this year very nerve wracking because you can't you can't play around with something like that that's a big opportunity and i was able to really do well and eric was there shooting it yeah so, it was a fantastic uh, yeah event. very much so i know Corey and derek um i appreciate them so much for giving me the opportunity i know they'll probably be here one day to talk about it but yet again i gotta thank them for that but guys thank you so much my name is chauncey jackson i'm eric case and this has been the film syndicate